Are you ready to live ageless? Want to discover alternative health choices, cutting edge nutrition, and fitness for the entire family? Welcome to Highway to Health Show with your host, Dr. E, the stem cell guy, where Dr. E helps you live ageless. And now, here's your host, Dr. E. Hi, everyone. Hi, my name is Heather Havenwin, and welcome to Dr. E's Highway to Health podcast, Living Ageless. Dr. E, are you there? I am here. I'm super excited to be the one to introduce everyone to who you are. So I want to just share a little bit about who you are and what you're doing with the show. This is Dr. E's Highway to Health show is hosted by Dr. E, known as the stem cell guy, a physician by training, but truly an educator by choice. On the show, he simplifies complicated medical science into everyday language and actionable steps. He is opening up his Rolodex to top scientists, researchers, and thought leaders on living ageless, alternative health science, cutting edge nutrition, practical fitness, and overall family well-being. And welcome to your own show, Dr. E. Well, thanks for having me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is exciting because I think someone like yourself who really is highly educated in the medical field is starting to do things where it's really talking to the everyday people and bringing that science, what I called into everyday language. So let's kind of yeah. start at the beginning. Let's talk about what your background is and what's your education. Well, I, I hold a medical degree, uh, so I'm a medical doctor, and I've done additional training on regenerative medicine and anti-aging and age management. Um, I've run a stem cell clinic for several years. I did that, and I've really focused a lot on, on the regenerative medicine uh, space, so stem cell clinics, and uh, that includes like PRP treatments, and, and in all of these different um you know, modalities or what a lot of people might refer to as uh, alternative medicine, because it's not the conventional Band-Aid medicine that, uh, you know, that we hear uh, so often and so regularly about just fixing something that's wrong, treating the symptoms and just bandaging them. Uh, regenerative medicine is more about really helping the body heal itself. And, and that has given me a way to to address a lot of things and, and to talk to a lot of patients and to a lot of families who were given these these bleak diagnoses. Oh, there's nothing we can do, um, and and we developed a bunch of different uh, treatments and treatment modalities for previously untreatable conditions, and we're improving. We were for a long time improving their quality of life, and that made me realize how disconnected we are from the everyday person. It seems like the more medical science progresses, which, which is doing a tremendous speed right now, the farther away the everyday person is from optimal health. Um, so, so what I aim to do with this, and the reason why you and I are probably having this conversation right now, is because I want to be able to, to, to contribute in a way, to bridge that gap, uh, and, and, and to increase the understanding and to empower the everyday family to make the better choices and to live their better life. You know, I love the way you talked about, you're right, the more science progresses, 
the more we as just a society become more unhealthy. It is really interesting to look at, you know, and, and if you look at an everyday TV, what, what do we get inundated as a society is basically farm drugs. We don't, yeah. we don't really hear huge news on the latest and greatest of what's really happening in, in science. And so what I'm hearing you say is part of your intention of the show is to kind of start talking about that and kind of bridge the gap and bring it down in more um, everyday language. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so help empower people to understand that not, not all of the information out there is, is things that they should be doing and the things that they should be doing to, to achieve and maintain optimal health is a lot of the times a lot simpler than what they think. But, but it's just being presented in such a complicated manner that we tend to have that mentality of, well, whatever my problem is, there's got to be a pill for it. Right. There's there's a pill for this. There's a pill for that. And, and, and that really starts with and you just mentioned it with us being bombarded by by all these different drugs and all these different medications. And, you know, a child sits down and watches TV and learns about all these different pills for conditions that they have no idea even exist. And nobody's telling them how to how to really prevent how to really get to a point where they where they don't have to do these things. So, so my mission is to help people to empower them to make the healthier choices. And like I said, to live a better longer life. So you talk a little bit about that you're going to be bringing alternative health, but you also talk about cutting edge nutrition. What does that mean exactly in your world? Because I'm thinking food is food. What, what exactly do you think about cutting edge nutrition? Well, just like I was saying earlier, you know, there's, there's all this health um, and, and scientific progress happening. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things are very, very interesting and very valuable to a lot of us, but the average person doesn't necessarily need to delve deep into it. I mean, it's happened so often that I speak to, you know, I speak to, to moms, I speak to dads, and they have their families. You know what? I want to do the best thing for them. But they feel like they almost need to get an additional degree in order to understand all this information out there. So when I talk about all these nutrition research and, and, and all these different treatment modalities, it's more about, okay, I I have the background to really understand all these things. And, and what I'm aiming to do here is to spy what's most important from it and really be able to feed it in a systematic uh, manner to our audience so that, so that they can grab whatever is valuable to them and apply it to their everyday life without really needing to know the details as to why this happens and to all these different nuances. Right now we hear a lot of like high fat and my feeding my mitochondria and I need to do all these different things. And people are like, I don't, I don't even understand that. I just want to know, should I eat this or should I not? I mean, mm-hmm. what's good, what's bad. And we, you know, we hear, Oh, ketones are much better than glucose because of this and because of that. And it just makes it complicated. And the average person goes like, well, I don't understand. So I'll just go have my standard, uh, you know, fast food. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's so much simpler. So my there's, goal is to really grab that and simplify. There's a lot of terms out there. Paleo, 
keto, you know, low carb, high carb. There's just all these different modalities of nutrition. So it's not just me, you're going to kind of talk about that and kind of simplify it and what really works best for longevity. So now I'm going to ask you a couple questions. You're known as a stem cell guy. Why exactly? And if you could talk a little bit about what that means in today's world, why, why would we even care about stem cells? Is that only for very specific things or is that something that everyday person could, should know about? Well, so, so to answer your first question, um, I've been, I've been dedicated the last 10, 12 years of my career. Uh, they've been focused on regenerative medicine and a big chunk of that, of that discipline is stem cells. So I've been, I've been, I've been very blessed to be in an area originally in Cancun where we set up the first lab and the first research facility that we had and treatment center to be at a time where this was almost blossoming. So there's a lot of stem cell treatments happening around the world, but, but really becoming popular and, and really growing. And, and we were able to capture the attention of other medical professionals and the attention of a lot of patients who weren't satisfied with, with these bleak diagnoses that they were, that they were being handed out. And, uh, and, and, and so I've been, I've been doing stem cell. Uh, I've been involved in the stem cell world for, for, for quite a bit. So developing treatments, delivering treatments, uh, getting other physicians involved, training doctors in, in, in how to do. So, so that, that's to answer the first, the first side of your question. I've been also fortunate enough to participate at the, at the uh, Metabolic Medical Institute's uh, stem cell fellowship where we train other physicians. So I've been a faculty member there. Um, and it's and it's been a tremendous privilege to be able to share this because you start seeing how healthcare can really start taking a turn for a complete different uh, road to achieve optimal health. Normally, we're used to the pharmaceutical side. When I went to medical school, it was all okay. There's a problem here. You're going to fix it either with surgery or with a drug, and those were the two big ones, right? And and those are the alternatives, but. The sad part and the reason why I enjoy so much doing what I do is that as a doctor, you need somebody to get sick in order to be able to deliver your services, as opposed to saying, you know what, we've been trained in understanding human biology. We've been trained in understanding how the body works. Why can't we start focusing on helping and optimizing the body's own healing properties and mechanisms. How can we start preventing all these things from happening in the first place? And I'm not dissing traditional medicine at all. You know, I've had surgeries myself. I've had, you know, broken bone. You need to, you need to set it back. You know, I've had, I've had some other run-ins. I had cancer a couple of years ago, uh, well, several years ago, thankfully. And, you know, I'm, I'm uh, here because I had a great team of physicians and because therapy and radiation therapy. So there is a place for this, but I think that we're greatly neglecting this other side of, of all the preventative that we could be doing to help people optimize and and optimize health is not just the absence of disease, but it's really thriving. And that's what I really like about regenerative medicine because it, it, it really harnesses your body's own repair mechanism and helps your body heal itself. There's nothing that, that stem cells will cure, but they will help your body heal itself. And that's why it's, it's really, you know, a lot of people seek stem cell therapy when they have a diagnosis. But in reality, now we're seeing more and more people seek it out for anti-aging, uh, you know, reasons. So they want, you know, they want to improve their life. They want to maintain their health and we're seeing more and more of that so it's it's very exciting 
So let's let's talk about that for a second. A lot of people listening might not even be aware that there's an anti-aging component. And before we get into that, I want to acknowledge the fact that you're right. Doctors today really can't, you know, use their service until they have someone come to them. They're sick, right? And so you're really into faking, focusing on the preventative side. How is it that we don't ever have to go to the doctor? <laughs> I mean, how is we don't have to have radiation? Where's the things that we can do today to prevent that? So going into the stem cell again, just kind of talk about that for a second. What are, what's happening in today's world with the anti-aging and preventative in stem cells? Well, really, so what happens is that from the moment we're born, our, our, our cells, our tissues, our DNA start aging. And, and at first, we're very good at repairing it, right? So that's why a child falls down and they, you know, they just get a bruise and they get up and run. As we get older, we start needing more recovery time and we start needing a lot of, of, of these different things. We're not healing as effectively and as efficiently. So that's why utilizing stem cell technologies helps our bodies really harness that ability and, and promote healing from within. So we know now that if we utilize uh, either, you know, allogeneic, so cells from somebody else or our own stem cells and, and, and we, we created a treatment and we, we receive them on, on, a, on a treatment basis, that will trigger our own repair mechanism. That will promote us whether it's somebody else's cells or our own cells, it will, the effect that they have in our bodies that they will trigger our own healing properties. They will, we will create more stem cells of our own. We will go in there and regenerate some of our tissues. So, so anti-aging really starts from the moment we're born. Most people, when, when we hear the word anti-aging, we're thinking, you know, when I hit my 60s and when I hit my 70s and when I start, you know, getting lines and wrinkles and I want to get rid of them. But in reality, we are seeing more and more young people start going into these modalities so that they can prevent the signs and symptoms of aging as, as they get older. When, so in the world of stem cell research today, are, are you actually performing those now, or is this something that you go across the country and you talk about? Well, currently, I mean, most of the time I'm focusing on showing other doctors what can be done. So whether it is with, with, with conferences, whether it's with trainings, whether it is with one-on-ones, uh, and I'm also talking a lot to patients. So I'm almost like an advocate right now for regenerative medicine practices. I've in the past, been involved with clinics where I'm, where I'm more hands-on, but really from very early on in, in, in my practice and career, I realized that really my gift wasn't on the, on, on, on being a clinician. So mm -hmm. on being the one-to-one -one person, I, I realized that really my gift was in, in, in finding ways to get more physicians, for instance, involved in, in regenerative medicine. And, and that's how I could really be able to scale this. So in doctors and in, in, in getting the patients, uh, not, only, not only interested, but mostly knowledgeable and empowered about what regenerative medicine could do for them and putting those two together. So when I was running the clinic, that was, that was my main role. Now it's more of, of, of really working those two separately and, and tying them one to another. Um, and, and really that's what I'm, what I'm most passionate about because I see the potential in this. 
I'm super excited every time somebody that I introduced into uh, into the field sees the potential, whether it's a patient that gets a phenomenal recovery story or whether it's a doctor that says, you know what, this has transformed the way that I look at healthcare. Um, that's really what my role is in, in, in the regional medicine space at this time. So let's talk about the fun stuff. Who are you going to be bringing on the call? Let's talk about the cool stuff, right? What, who are you yeah. going to bring on the call? You're going to open up your Rolodex, all your celebrity yeah. friends out there in, in California, or I mean, are you going to be, who are you, who are you going to be bringing on? Just scientists or what, what's your idea of the podcast? Well, throughout my career, I've been very fortunate to have a lot of, of, of uh, to be surrounded by a lot of, of great doctors and alternative medicine practitioners and really health professionals in their own fields. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to call a lot of them friends. Uh, many of them have been my mentors. Many of them still are my mentors. So, so what I envision here is be able to bring them in and, and extract some of that knowledge that, that, they, that they have almost reserved just for the, for the patients when, whenever they have a problem. So be able to extract those gold nuggets and that, 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 they, that they've developed through several years of clinical practice and be able, like I said, to deliver them here in practical, bite-sized pieces of advice for people to be able to apply right away, whether it is for their own health, for the health of their families, for, for their well-being, uh, all those things. We want this to be very, very practical from the people that are out in the trenches. So I don't want you to be sick to get that doctor's experience and expertise. We're going to grab it and we're going to bring it here. That's the whole goal. Talk about a little bit about why are you doing this? You're busy. You have a family. You um, you got a lot going on. So why in the world are you taking time out of your life with your family to do this? Well, you know, I see. I, like I said, almost at the beginning, I see such a big disconnect that that I'm. I'm, I'm even saddened at some point to see how much people are being affected by by ill health and and the reason that they're being affected by ill health is because they they simply don't have the tools mm -hmm. to understand that health is really really simple so they hear all these complicated things out there and and they're afraid i'm, I'm tired of seeing you know moms and you go to a supermarket and you see moms going up and down the aisles reading labels and not really understanding you know you know that face people make when they start reading labels and they're kind of like trying to make the best out of it but you can really tell that they don't know which one's better than not and what to right. avoid and what to do and it's really a lot simpler than having to do all those things and and that's what I, the gap that I really want to bridge. It shouldn't be complicated to make common sense health choices for you and your family. And, and, and what I really want to do is to empower them. I want to empower the everyday person to make these smart, easy choices to live the best life that they can live. Mm, I love that. That's very, that's very true. I've actually had one of those faces looking at the different levels myself, actually. Um, Most of us have. Yeah. So let's talk about your family. You have a family and time. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So, um, so we have, you know, I'm, I'm married, I've been married for two years now and, uh, and we have a, a toddler at this time 
and uh, he's he's a handful. He's a handful, but we're super happy. You know, he he travels everywhere we go. He's been to Europe. He's been to Mexico. He's been uh, all over here in the U.S. Uh, so wherever we're going, he's he's a traveler. He always loves being outside, um, and you know we're we're learning, we're seeing all these different things. It's, it's, it's a completely different and it sounds very cliche, but it's, it's so completely different how you start seeing life once you really have someone that depends so very much on you being there and providing. And even as a doctor, I start second guessing myself and I've never been against certain things, but then suddenly you go like, is that vaccine really necessary? And, you, and, and then you, you even have to stop and, and like smack your head in the face and in your head and say like, yeah, of course it is. Right. And, and, and certain other things that, that you hear when, when you have that one uh, child that you need to look out for. And, and, and that makes even, even more necessary what I'm currently doing, because if I, mm -hmm. if, as a physician, as a trained health professional, I'm having all these second guesses is like, well, all these people have them not only for themselves, but for their families. And that's what we really want to do. We want to make, we want to empower people to have healthy families and, and, and you know what, and it's, it's something that really rings very much, uh, with me because now we have a family thing that has been really been coming up, you know, and all probably these talks travels about. too, you've seen just a vast array of different kind of health cares and different kinds oh, yeah. of way of seeing things. I mean, it is very different in the U S versus Mexico versus Europe and bringing all that together. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been, I've been very blessed with the ability to travel from a very early age. So we've seen, we've seen a lot of these different, um, these different approaches to not only to, to health, but to life in general. And, and I've seen the benefit of it and, and you see the quality of life of certain people. And sometimes, you know, we think that that certain places, they don't have this great quality of life, but when you go there, you realize like, you know what, they're, they're living a full life. Uh, they don't have a lot of the comforts that we may have, uh, but they are living a full life. So what can we learn from that and bring it in here? Mm -hmm. And and that's that's incredibly valuable, and that's something that I that I certainly hope I'll be able to enrich the show with. Um, you know, whenever we don't have like a, like a particular expert, and we want to add something like that, because broadening up this life experience, uh, you know, to the rest of the world. Uh, and, and really enriching our own is, is something that can be. Do you find valuable. that in today's household, the who you're really speaking to is usually the mother? Yes. Yes, we, we, we do see that a lot still. Um, you know, most of the time, even, even as we start going into, into most households, we'll have like both mom and dad will be working or both, both spouses will be working and we'll be spending time out. We still see that very maternal role. And it's not, it's not gender biased or it's nothing like that. It's just something that we constantly see. Most of these decisions still fall on, on, on the one person, which most usually is still the mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what do you find with that? I mean, why you're doing the show to, I, mean, I know for myself and a lot of my girlfriends is that they go to the doctor and it used to be, they go to the doctor and whatever the doctor said, they just trusted. And now yeah. they have a different view. It's almost like they're saying, well, what does the doctor say? And then let me go find alternative views on it. You know, maybe yeah. I'm going to go up against the doctor and now being a female centric. And I think it just hasn't changed for multiple years. I'm curious what the stats are. And the facts are is that women are still being the main caregivers. How do you find that right now in working with um, clients in this podcast, what's going to be your focus as, as, as far as family goes? 
Well, I mean, you obviously, or, or our goal will obviously not not be to exclude dads, uh, right? Um, but but we do have to be very aware that that most of the time, if if my main goal is to empower them to have healthy families, yeah, we need to to be spending a lot of time, a lot of focus, and, and, and resources into finding out what is important. For, for 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 these for these women, uh, you know, moms, most of them, uh, busy, successful in a lot of the cases, but still carrying that responsibility and that I don't want to say burden, but 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 it is in a way because they still feel like they have to do the research, they still feel like they have to do all these different uh, things to take care of their family. So so my role will be try to simplify that as much as possible with 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 the right kind of tools and knowledge. I love that. Well, I love what you're creating here at the Dr. E's Highway to Health podcast. And where they can find you is D-R-E, for Dr. E, dot show. That's D-R-E dot show. And the final words is your first episode, zero, zero, right here. So what can, what, you know, just at the end of it, what are the highlights that you want people to really take away and focus on and, and why should they listen? Well, you know what? Uh, like I said at the be- at the very, very, very beginning, I see a lot of confusion, and and it makes no sense to me to have all this knowledge in the world, all this data, and we can even go to Google and get all the knowledge in the world and not be able to understand what's important of it. So, so if if you feel like like that's you, like you would like some more clarity in terms of your day to day health decisions this is the place to be. Uh, we will obviously are looking forward to evolve as we move along. So, so please do leave us your reviews and please do leave us your comments. Let us know what you would like to, to see more of, what you would like to see less of. And, and seriously, come join us, buckle up and uh, let's see where this takes us. Mm, I love that. That's absolutely right. So Dr. E's Highway to Health podcast, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And that's about living ageless. Our again, my name is Heather Havenwood and you're listening to Dr. E. You can find him at D-R-E for Dr. E. Thank you for listening to Dr. E's Highway to Health show, helping you learn the science of living ageless. Did you enjoy the show? Please like, share and subscribe where you listen to podcasts. Dr. E wants to hear from you. Go to dre.show. Again, that's dre.show. Until next time, this is Dr. E's Highway to Health, helping you live ageless.